Hey, Jack. I'm gay. Oh my god, that is so funny. I'm also gay. I was uh, gonna tell you. Wait, really? Yeah. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to Dating, Dating Straight. Hey, Amy. Hey, Jack. Hey, Shan. Hey, Shan hey Jared. And Jared. Hello. What's going on, everyone? <laughs> <laughs> we How are, are just you guys? amazing. We're this is weird, you know. So this we're doing weird. weird. It's weird. Yeah, we're we're sitting in separate spaces, looking at the camera as if it's you. It will never compare to you. That's weird. But we're healthy. <laughs> That's all that matters right now. Yeah, yeah. Quarantine. You know, it don't really hurt nobody. How long have you guys been in quarantine for? The mid March. Yeah, like early March. Early March until um, I mean. Kind of before March, but that's just because we're kind of uh, lame and boring and um, kind of retired old <laughs> no, folks. No, I was working on my show Sexology, so I was still like shooting three times a week at a studio. So yeah. I really felt the difference. I think like around like March 15th, something like that. That's like when we like, fully went in. What yeah. about you guys? Yeah. Yeah. Happy yeah, one like month. March 11th. Oh, is it the 15th today? It oh, is. God, it is. Happy one month. Oh, wow. That's wild. Yeah. Thanks. Um, How long do you think this is going to oh, last? Taxes are due today. <laughs> what? Taxes are due no, today. No, no, they extended it. They extended it oh. a couple months. <laughs> okay, respect. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> that <was> scary. <laughs> and um, I did my taxes. I don't know why I got so scared. Um, okay, so <laughs> please rate, review, subscribe, follow us on Patreon because we are still popping off on there. Yeah. And today we have Shan Booty and her husband, Jared Brady. Hey, guys. What's going on? Also known as my quarantine. <laughs> yeah, quarantine oh. bay. Oh, that's good. That's good. Very cute. Are you guys quarantining um, so Shan, you, are, a... you are, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Way separate. Listen, <laughs> Shan, I literally begged Jack to go and quarantine at his house. And he said no. She she asked to bring her three cats, and my whole oh. family is allergic to cats. Okay, first of all, you know what he told me to do with my cats? He told me to set them free, and then I could go oh. there. I was like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> You're not a cat person? Anyway, okay, so Shan, <laughs> Shan, you are a certified sex educator dating coach, relationship expert, and Jared, you're a musician, and you're married. Is that is everything yes, I said are. right? You yeah. that was that was a hundred five hundred points amazing. on the board for you. Thank you. Um, so, for those who didn't listen to our last episode with Shan, um, could you guys just give us like a brief synopsis of how you guys met and how you guys came together? Because then we're gonna dive deeper into dating stuff. Oh, I let yeah. Jared do it. Yeah, okay. I mean, uh, so uh, I first time I met Shan. Um, I was promoting a bar slash club. Um, so I was throwing parties and Shan came to oh, yeah. the party that I was throwing. Um, however, I was a little tipsy, so I do not remember meeting Shan. Um, but then she DM'd me. <laughs> Romance. She followed me, on, she followed me on social media and then she DM'd me and then we hung out and then we just kind of let the world, you know, Come as our, our as our oyster at that point. We started off as friends with benefits wow. um, for about six to eight months or so, and then 
a few months after that, we ended up moving in together, and then we were like, we should probably title this something. And now we're married. That's the story. <laughs> wow. The, the cliff notes. <laughs> Honestly, like, I would love to have a friends with benefits gone marriage situation. Yeah, right about now, that it, seems pretty ideal. Yeah, that would be everything right now. There's actually a study that's called Singles in America that says that a lot, there's something right now that's happening that's called slow love. And in slow love, people take longer to decide whether or not they want to commit to somebody or they see a, a potential long-term partner in them. And so the beginnings of slow love are starting off as friends, are friends with benefits, starting off as casual sex daters, or just being serial non-committed, non-committed daters for a while. Non, serial non-committed daters for a while. So I feel like the old school of thought is if you are any of those things, that's the end of the intimacy. Like you're not going to progress from there. But now, because people are just taking longer in general, there's nothing wrong with being someone's friend, you know, for a while first. There's nothing wrong with being friends with benefits. As long as you guys are really intentional and you're constantly checking in with each other and you're honest about why you're doing it and you're actually enjoying it. Like that's a part of it too. You can't be a friends with benefits with somebody if you're just hoping they're going to propose to you the next day. It's going to be torture the entire time. So I think it worked for us because we both just genuinely were satisfied with the sex. And that's, that's why I did okay. <laughs> so you're saying that slow love is happening because of quarantine or it was just like going to happen anyway? It's been happening. I mean, like people are waiting longer to get married. People are waiting longer to have kids. So slow love has like been happening. We're not, you know, in our parents' day and age where like by 22, you've already decided everything and chosen a house you're going to live in and a job that you're going to die at. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Everyone's taking longer yeah, to figure well, things yeah. out. Interestingly enough. Quarantine is not helping. Oh, yeah, I was going to ask you, like, it seems to me like everyone on earth is coupling up right now. And so mm. maybe right now is like a fast love like time period. Um, <laughs> well, it's either really, really slow or really fast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No love or right? fast love. Um, yeah. But well, tell us a story. Do you, do you know somebody who's going... coupled up? My sister, yeah, my sister and her boyfriend—they've only been dating for I don't know less than probably six months. But then because of this. Like, I don't think they had any plans to move in together, but then they ended up kind of moving in together because of this. So I think it's, like, forcing a lot of couples to kind of take steps quicker, possibly. Is she happy? Well, she was there for, like, over two weeks, and then she left. (laughs) Um, She came to That's an important part of the story, Jack. Yeah, well, it's okay. No, but they're still they're still kind of not love. supposed to they're do that. Still, but. <laughs> they're still dating, but um, she decided that I don't know. I think it's a small apartment for two people, and you know, to, it's nice to be mm. with family. So, I think dating. I don't know. It's just been really weird for a lot of people. Like now, they don't even know when the next time they're going to see each other is. You know, so yeah. the whole dating world. Yeah, is there's just messed. no way to casually date right now. Mm. Yeah, you can casually text. You could casually FaceTime. You could casually sex. You could casually cyber sex. You know what? There is. At the end of the day, it's like there's so many options with technology to stay connected to people. We're doing a freaking podcast conversation where I don't see you and we're not in the same space, but we're acting like this is normal. So I think that there. this is proof that there's so many opportunities for intimacy to thrive. You just have to want it 
We were on the phone for 15 minutes before just trying to figure this out, but we wanted to be here. And look, we're here and it's going great. So yeah, I think the same thing happens when it comes to dating. You can yeah. make it happen. You just got to be determined. I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to be on both ends of the spectrum. There's going to be people who are going to, at the end of this, break up and fucking hate each other. And then there's going to be people who are going to, you know, be as close as they've ever been. So I think it goes both hands. I mean, it's just going to expose a lot of things. And, you know, if I was living with a roommate right now, you know, it would probably be interesting to see what that dynamic would have been. Yeah. Somebody that you know that you're not picking for life, that you're now having forced to socialize with 24-7. That, to me, sounds like the harder thing than being like, let's try it. Let's try this out. We already have sex. We enjoy that. Like, step one. How ba- how much worse can it get? Yeah. Hmm. I'm sure it could get a whole lot worse. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but to, to what you were saying before, like, it's all about determination and making it work. That is great. And I totally see what you're saying. But this is so different than, like, when you came into the studio last time and you were actually there. Like, I don't know if I could have a connection with someone just via... FaceTime and text and sexting, like you were saying, like, there's just, you know, you know when you're just, like, in the same room as someone and you just get, like, wiggly? Like, there's no room for the wiggle. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) You know what? There's a lot of people. There's this um, phenomenon that was called never meets. And never meets are not people who are, like, catfishes. They actually are the people that they say that they are, but they just never meet in real life. And they can have long-term Why? sustaining relationships together. They're just comfortable that way. They just like it. Um, and wow. a lot of people live wow. out their lives online. So I mm-hmm. think it's possible. You have to shift your brain in that way. And it's, it's a new muscle. Um, it's not one that I had to develop because, you know, living close to my lover has always been really important to me. I tried long distance for a while. It was not my jam. But I think if I would have stuck it through, you would start to de- develop the habits to make it work. So never say never, Amy. It's, it's going to... It's a possibility, but <laughs> the goal is that we're not quarantining for, you know, 10 more years and that we only have maybe a month yeah. maximum left. So, yeah, you don't have to make any massive changes to how you love. No, I would just break the rules. That's going to be way stuff. longer than a month left, I feel. No, you don't. You feel it's going to be longer than a month? Right? Really? I don't think so. I yes, think so. yes. I think it's going to keep going till like, August no, I think what honestly. I think is going to happen if you guys heard about what Gavin Newsom, who's the governor of California, he was saying, like, we're going to be able to probably go back to work and like, you know, restaurants are going to open, but they're going to be like like when we enter, they're going to be wearing masks and gloves. and They're going to take your temperature when you go and sit down at the table, like like everything's going to be different um, until like a vaccine yeah. is figured out. Well, when so is I that going to start? Um, aim- well, they said that I don't know. They're working on a plan right now to get us back hopefully like when the march 15th social distancing like stay at home thing is done if they don't extend it again and then they'll yeah, start they just want to tell us in like one month increments yeah <laughs> but i don't know i mean i think we'll obviously be able to leave our houses but it's going to be different like i think we're going to probably be social distancing from people we're not going to be in large gatherings for like you know maybe up to a year um, until a vaccine's like widely available. Pause. Thank you so much, Best Fiends, for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. Uh, we all need a break now and then. And why not keep your brain active while you relax? Yeah, I mean, listen, it is crazy days, love, right now. And yeah. we just got to do something for us to make us feel, you know, 
cute, cute and fun, just like Best Fiends. <laughs> um, so yeah, I have been playing Best Fiends for a long time. Um, they update it like every month, so there's always something new. And it started off like I was like, oh yes, like I'm gonna like destroy this game. I'm so good. And then now I like, it's so hard, but like in a good <laughs> way, you know, like. I don't like games that are just so easy. Um, so it yeah. really keeps no, you, you thinking. Yeah, it keeps you thinking. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, it's a unique and exciting puzzle game, unlike an, um, other puzzle games out there. It updates updates monthly with new levels and events, so it never gets old. Um, and yeah, you know, sometimes I find myself playing like in weird places or times um, because it's just so easy to pick up and put down. Um, so, I love Best Fiends, love. Um, but yeah, you <laughs> collect a ton of characters, and there's always something new, which is just really fun. Um, so, Best Fiends has thousands of levels already, with new levels, events, and characters oh. added every month. It's hours of fun right at your fingertips. And with over 100 million downloads and tons of five-star reviews, Best Fiends is a must-play. So, make sure you download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's Friends without the R, best fiends. Also, thank you so much, Postmates, for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. I can definitely speak on Postmates. I love Postmates. I use Postmates, honestly, almost every day. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, that's, uh, listen, you have to use things like Postmates because we need to keep the economy going. No, I love I mean? Postmates. I die for Postmates. I die. Yeah. I'm dying that we got this sponsorship. <laughs> I know, I know. And, like, okay, for those in your 20s who live alone, who don't know how to cook, Postmates is it. Like, Postmates is my whole – that's how I stay nourished. Yeah, and, and if you're like Amy and me, you probably start thinking about what you want for dinner, but most of the time you don't know how to cook it. Um, oh, yeah. And I love food, and that's why I love using Postmates. Um, so they deliver food from, like, every restaurant I could think of. Literally love. Oh, yeah. And it's not just burgers and sushi. Uh, they make life easier with grocery delivers and whatever you think of can be delivered as well. Convenience sto stores, clothing stores, you name it. So it's not yeah. just food. And there's no more like trips to the store, which is really good, obviously, right now. No more late night yeah. fast food runs. I don't even have to worry about like mm -hmm. what I'm going to grab for lunch during the day. So Hell yeah. It makes life easier. So make sure you download Postmates on iOS or Android. Find your favorites and get anything you want delivered within an hour. It's amazing. Amazing. <laughs> um, so for a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100, love, of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start oh your God. free deliveries, download the app and use code DATING. That's code DATING for $100 of free delivery credit with no minimum purchase for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Postmates. So I think what Amy and I had some questions about for you and what we've kind of been touching on about, like, the future of relationships, I'm... Like, do you think relationships, if this is the case and this disease keeps on going, like they, they could be more um, monogamous because people are afraid of, you know, sickness um, or more long distance relationships um, or people moving in earlier? Like, I feel like the future of dating until this is completely resolved, it's going to be a long time. It's going to be really, really different. Mm. Yeah, I think so. I think that there's been a lot of wrenches in the dating system that's happened. So I feel like we're well equipped to adapt. 
because dating apps are still fairly new and like we've gotten on top of that even social media is like still fairly new within this mm-hmm. generation and within a short time we've really figured out i mean for the most part um how to manage and integrate that into our intimate lives so I think that we're very adaptable by nature. I think that especially Gen Zs and millennials who grew up with fast technological changes and having to adapt to fast changes, we've already been through a recession, which is crazy, right? Mm. Like we've already gone mm-hmm. through the 2008 recession. We're going to go through another one. Like this is a generation who's experienced and who has with, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Withstand, withstood a lot. Yeah, has been able to overcome (laughs) a lot of adversity. So I'm not worried about intimacy. I think this actually might be a great thing for people to slow down because the problem before was choice paralysis, wherein that you always were looking Mm. for the next best thing. Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to say that that was um, probably a lot of the reasons why that slower dating was happening was because you never know what you're going to run into tomorrow. There's, you know... How many how many people live in Los Angeles? So, I think um, I think this might actually make people find their mate. Yeah, because you have you don't want to spend to your point, Amy. Like if you're gonna go through the process of like talking to somebody till four a.m., FaceTiming with them, setting up a, a video date that took you two hours to put together because the internet was weird. Like if you're gonna go through all of that, you're not gonna want to start it all over again with someone new. So I feel like people are gonna start to select and spend more time with their intimate choices and less being like, well, that was one awkward date. I'm going to throw that away and just move on to the next person. So I think that you're going to see, you know, people start to give love more of a chance Hmm. and stop putting the pressure on themselves to find the perfect person all the time because Hmm. you just have less opportunities to meet new people. And, and you probably have a, a way of like when conflicts do arise, you're going to want to push through that. You're going to want to, like, make it work with that person because it's going to be hard to find somebody and then find someone corona-free. I was thinking when you were saying that also, like, I think love style is probably going to change a lot, too. Like, for a while, at least, physical contact is not going to be really a, um option for new daters. So, like, words of affirmation um, or, you know, maybe gifts, like sending gifts to people's house. Um, and, like, communication and really talking through, I think, might be, like, the new love style that comes into play. And hopefully we'll turn into more communicative daters from this. Mm. That sounds like a not a bad outcome from this in the intimacy world. Like, if there's less of an emphasis on the physical and of the social aspect of dating, which is important and a great privilege, but there's more of an emphasis on being good to who's around you and actually trying to connect with those people and looking for unique ways to form connections that don't include your genitals. Like, I think that's a great challenge that people can actually come out of this more equipped to find their partner and more equipped to be better lovers because they invest the time in the other love languages. So I'm really, I I don't know, I feel pretty hopeful about it. Everybody who I've spoken to, you know, who's single is either one, using this time to reflect and be like, okay, if I'm going to start dating again, I want to spend this time getting back to the best me. I want to read books. I want to do workshops. I want to take classes. Or I know people who are swiping and they're like, you know, I've never been up on the phone till 4 a.m. with people since I was in high school. Um, and now that that's starting to happen wow. once again. And so that I, I haven't heard a lot of people. Have you, Jay? What? Heard people who were like, this is the worst time. Oh, yes. I've heard a lot of people say that, and I've heard, I, but those are a lot of the people that are doing that. <laughs> yeah, are, Jack and I. Yeah, really? and, and, and a lot of people that are in that situation are are 
A, either had a very, very healthy social life, so they were always going out and hanging with people and doing different things and, and getting involved in community, or they were um, dating and, and having fun and, and meeting new people and, and doing that stuff. They weren't in relationships, and a lot of them live alone, the ones that I know that are, are, are struggling during this time, and especially when you battle with mental illness and already you battle with depression, you already battle with anxiety, and now you're stuck alone. You're not seeing people, you don't have human contact, or you're able to express yourself like with, you know, when you're in person with someone, you see their micro expressions, you see a lot of things that give you cues and confirmation for your character that you that you want to display. So I think when you're not getting that instant gratification all the time, it starts to weigh on your mental. So I, I know a few people that are going through it. Yeah. Well, that's a good argument. I can't. Jared, you just <laughs> described me. Literally. <laughs> like, for real. I was sitting there like so seen right now. <laughs> yeah. I think, so funny. I think, I don't know, I can speak for you, Amy, but like I feel like I kind of just want to like really text my ex or like I, even more than that, I want my ex to text me. Like I like am craving that like sort of what I know I can't have. Um, mm. Just because someone set him straight, please. Yeah, someone, <laughs> someone save me. Set him straight. <laughs> you know, this Tell is us why the X pandemic. Idea. No, it's you're not alone. Literally, you should look up X pandemic and see some of the articles that have been written about it. Pe- a lot of people, people's exes are cropping up from the woodwork. A lot of people are reaching out to exes, and it's completely natural. Uh, in times of stress, mm-hmm. your attachment system activates, so you want to create pair bonds, and you're going to go to the last person you felt comfortable with. And also, too, like, mm-hmm. in, exactly, it can happen. Yeah, it can be arousal confusion. You know, when you're you're feeling anxious, your heart rate's elevated, your adrenaline is pumping, and all those feelings can also make you feel a little hornier. And so, you're going to want to reach back to the oh person that you know is going to respond. So, I think that is very normal. But you have to look at this like, I don't want to come out of this quarantine five steps backwards. I don't want to come out of this having to re-break up with somebody or re-detach from a person that I knew damn well from from the jump I shouldn't have been with. So I think that has to be the litmus question here. Like, it is completely natural. Like, give yourself that pat on the back. Like, you are not desperate and weird and, like, a glutton for pain. Like, it is normal (laughs) to want to go back to your ex during this time. But it doesn't mean it's healthy. So you guys are quarantining together. And have you felt like you're getting on each other's nerves a little bit more or like a little bit less? Because there's not the added pressures of like society on top of you. What, how's it been? No, we've been getting on each other's nerves. That's for <laughs> sure. Um, I, think, <laughs> <laughs> I think that, um, you know, the, the, there's always a thing in the back of our head that, you know, the argument that we're arguing is probably very minuscule so we'll probably be arguing about um i don't know what floor we want to hang out on or something like something really dumb but but yeah there's there's definitely some little signs that are like yeah we should probably um go on separate floors and kind of give each other space (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah how do you determine like how much of the day is spent together I think that you definitely have to map that out. Like yesterday I was like, I saw on your thing, Amy, that you're tanning through your one window. That's exactly my life as well too. We have one window that gets sun. So that's where I sit between like 2 PM to 5 PM, which just so you know, I'm cutting into my tanning time right now, which is a massive sacrifice. Um, (laughs) But so like, yeah, we definitely are like, sorry. (laughs) 
that time we spend apart, um, and there's times that Jared will be like, okay, do you want to go on a walk? And I'm like, nah. And he's like, okay, I'll go by myself. Or there's times that I want to nap, but he wants to be on the phone, so he'll go and walk. So I think that yesterday I asked him, I'm like, how much time would you ideally like alone each day? And he was like, four hours. So I was like, okay, that's that's painful. That's a lot of time. But that also makes sense. Is that a lot of time, though? <laughs> <laughs> Is that a lot of time? Is that a lot of time? Uh, that's really... How much time do you guys um, need alone each day? Are you asking... Mm. Well, it's different because we're not married and uh, we don't like we're not in love with anyone. Well, right even now. when you did live so with somebody or would... when you did live with your family, what was your like, okay, I needed this much time alone to feel like a person? Uh, so, so much, Shan. So much. <laughs> Maybe like I I think I would say I would start with like six hours. Wow. Yeah, That's, definitely definitely like That's not including sleep. Type. Wait, why are we including sleep? We're not. I mean, this isn't. Cl- this is not. <laughs> That's six hours. A lot of the day. You're only up for fourteen. No, hours sleep of the is day. included. If you have like, yeah, but then I would be like, it'd be like going to work. It'd be like clocking in, you know. Mm. I, I can respect that. I think that no. like too much. <laughs> six hours is a lot, but it also makes sense. Um, so I feel like yeah. So once I heard that from him, I'm like, okay, like I'm gonna try to find ways to respect that. Like I said to Jared yesterday, I was like, yo, Nick, nothing is more important to me right now than getting along with you. Like, that's my highest priority because this is already so trying and this is already has so many challenges with it. And you have the stress of, like, worrying about your parents who live in a different country and worrying about your family. Um, so it just it would not make things better if living with each other was not pleasant. So I think as long as you really prioritize that and, again, like Jared was saying, you kind of have to look at everything through the lens of, it's natural for us to be annoying each other right now, then you can just be like, okay, cool. What can we do to be solution oriented? Because there's nothing that we can do differently because yeah. we're stuck inside. And sometimes it's just being okay with being like, I don't fucking like you right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And just like realizing that this isn't forever and you can go back to like normal life. You can. Uh, are you so grateful you have because your cats, how much Amy? Before this, oh my god, I don't think I would have made it if I didn't <laughs> have at least like a living being in my apartment. Um, but how much time did you guys spend together before this? Like, was the four hour thing? Because because I feel like you both are so busy. Yeah, I mean, it's ironically hasn't changed that much. Uh I'll take that back because there's times where you would be on set and then I would or I would go and go to a recording studio. So um, I think there I think that we had already at least six to seven hours alone. I wouldn't say a day. I would say that we might spend full days together, but at least two to three times a week, somebody is out of the house for the whole day. Yeah. Okay. so that's the thing is I think like we probably already spend a stupid amount of time together. Like we have friends who are like, I I just feel like you guys are always together. And I'm like, that's not inaccurate. It's um, probably something that we should look to fix. But we already spent a lot of time together. But I think there's levels to it. And also, too, it's about your personality. I'm actually pretty okay with quarantining. I'm really grateful, to be honest with you, for this break during this time. Whereas in Jared is not doing as as well as I am. Um, So I think it's also just accepting that, that different people will be okay with it. And some people it's going to, you know, really start to get get to them so 
I accept that he's not as happy as I am about all the together time, but I'm fine with it. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like it's also so different on any given day. Like some days I'm completely thriving. Like this is the best thing ever. And some days I'm like, wow, how are we going to do this for another however long? Describe to me the thriving days. Like what happens on those days that it makes you feel like this is this is life and I'm okay with that. I don't know, like maybe I'll I'll go for a drive. I mean, there's, it's all things that I could probably, you know, like help myself with. Like I meditate now, Ooh. I journal. I'm doing like the trying to stay calm things. Mm. And like, I don't know, it all really kind of revolves around like, if we film a dating straight episode, then I feel kind of good the rest of the day. I'm like, great, I'm chilling, I can do this. Yeah. And if I don't have anything to do that day, then I'm like, ugh, what is my purpose? Yeah. <laughs> you said that and it hit so heavy. That really hit. But, but also, <laughs> but also, we need to like take this time to detach our self worth from working. Which yeah. I'm having a tough time doing. It's it's so. it's not it's hardwired into us, you know. Your 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 whole life, it's yeah, been told yeah. that you have to work, you have to hustle, you have to move. There's not a day that goes by where you can't move the needle, um, and so it's just hardwired into us. That's why I think you know, it's just constantly reminding yourself it's temporary. Pause. Thank you so much, Ritual, for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. At a time like this, it's actually really important to stay healthy so because, like, healthy body, healthy mind kind of vibes. You know what I'm saying? And we all want to do the right thing to keep our bodies healthy in the long run. Um, so I take Ritual. It's just a daily multivitamin for women. And um, it just makes me – it gives me a lot of energy. And I am vegan, as I've mentioned a few thousand times. <laughs> so I really do need, like, a daily multivitamin to – you know, keep me alive and thriving. And Ritual does make me feel really, really good and really strong and healthy. So, Yeah, and as Amy was saying, Ritual is traceable and transparent. So, you know, for you label readers out there, um, it's everything's vegan, sugar-free, non-GMO, gluten-free, allergen-free ingredients, and you can source them so you know where they're coming from. Um, and also, Ritual is delivered. So subscription is super easy to start, and it's easy to snooze. It's only a dollar a day to have all the essential nutrients that your body needs um, delivered every month. No strings attached. So yeah, we love Ritual, love. Um, so yeah, better <laughs> health doesn't happen overnight. And right now, Ritual is offering our listeners 10% off during your first three months. Fill in the gaps Ooh. in your diet with Essential for Women, yeah. a small step that helps support a healthy foundation for your body. Visit ritual.com slash dating to start your ritual today. That's 10% off during your first three months at ritual.com slash dating. Thanks, Ritual. Thank you. Wait, Shan, also, um, obviously you've been giving us some cool tips right now and to do the opposite of what we've been saying about, like, you know, distancing yourself from our work. Quibi. Hey, Quibi. Come on. I watched your show. Come on, Quibi. That's amazing. You got Quibi. That's so cool, Jack. I'm happy to hear that. I did. I got like the three month free or whatever. And you better bomb as we know. Can you tell us about that? Yeah. So it's a show that is a daily essential, which is a crazy thing to say about a show that's called sexology, that this platform 
thoughts themselves. People need to watch this every single day. Um, so it's part of their daily essential mm. lineup. And every single day we tackle a new topic to do with sex, love, relationships, and dating. When we were allowed to talk to people and see people, we used to always have guests on the show, people with real stories, real experiences, that I would be able to give those people tips and help them real time, but also just give give some life to these topics that we all know exist, but maybe we're too embarrassed to talk about ourselves. Um, and so it's 130 episodes, and that means 130 different wow. topics to do with sex, love, dating, and relationships. And that's like just been the coolest experience of my life. And I'm really, really proud of it. So I'm, I'm glad that you're experiencing it, Jack. Yeah, everyone go check it out. Um, a lot of it I know is, you know, giving tips like at the end of the episodes, giving concrete tips. So, I mean, now with quarantine going on, I'm sure that you have some tips to give. So like some couples, I'm sure like quarantine's not very sexy, frankly, um, you're probably like getting <laughs> in each other's nerves and stuff. Like, how do you keep things really, you know, spicy and not, you know, boring because you're with each other all the time? It's a mix of both. Um, Jared said that he was talking to his friend yesterday and he asked his friend, like, oh, how's it been? He's like, a lot of sex, you know, like, to be honest, it's just been a lot of fucking. Um, <laughs> and then some people are the opposite where there's zero sex drive because, one, you're always around each other. So that kind of nothing kills the fire, the flame, like smothering it. Um, number two, it's an anxiety inducing mm -hmm. time that can turn off your common connect, which just allows you from actually wanting to get physical with somebody. So there was a study that they did about it's different, but there was a major um, earthquake in Japan. And afterwards, they showed how the, there was a massive decline in people's sexual activity just because of the stress that they were going through. So everyone keeps like saying that there's going to be a baby mm. boom after this time. And a lot of people are like, we haven't had sex once this quarantine. Like both answers totally make wow. sense. And so I think if you wanted to change it, you can just definitely use the same tricks that you always do. Like, you know, yesterday somebody asked, we've had sex on every single surface of my house like we're kind of running out of ways to keep it spicy what do we do and then jared was like tell him to move the furniture around i'm like yeah genius like that's it there's just little changes you have to do <laughs> those tiny changes that trick your brain into really? feeling like that this is exciting and fresh yeah so you can if you want to you know pimp your do system you guys do like a date night have we done date night we haven't. Well, we did the roof. We had we've had to do date night for the Quibi show because we did two episodes of quarantining episodes. No, you can't say that. Well, we can. <laughs> well, it was good that. though because it like made us be intentional because we were talking about ideas for people, so we actually ended up doing those ideas ourselves. Um, so I don't know if without the show we would have like actually set out and done it, but we definitely like go on walks. Little stuff, you know, becomes a date now. Like, we went mm. to go get um, ramen. You know, we didn't go inside and eat. But just even, like, driving somewhere else and then, like, being out. Yeah. I don't know. That that felt like a date to me. Driving is a date. It is a date. No, driving is a date. Like, even <laughs> in not quarantine, I think that driving is a date. <laughs> Have you guys been having like, sex? Like, you're going, like, somewhere far. What? With what? You? How? Oh, no. Side yeah. to side. Look, look, so sexy. I, it's, a valid, it's a valid question because if I was single right now, I'd be breaking all the rules. I'm not going to lie. 
I would have at least one person that I know I'm like, <gasps> no, I, I know I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. I will have one person that I'm like, I'm like, I know you're just chilling with your family. So we could risk this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like I would kind of be perfect for that. Cause I'm in full isolation, but I'm, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Cause also there's no one to have sex with <laughs> literally. No, but I don't think either Amy or I has really, delved into the cyber sex situation or even like the online dating um, other than just sort of like casually messaging um, I haven't really had any opportunities to have a you know Skype call with someone or anything and I'm also not sure if I'd want to but um, I mean at a certain point we might start getting desperate so we'll see (laughs) yeah well I've been like messaging people on hinge but it's not I just don't find that like there's just no what I was saying before, like, I just can't wiggle like that. There's just nothing to do there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, do you find that you guys I, are talking more? I could more? do, like, a FaceTime. Or does, do the chats kind well, of fizzle out? Mm, I just stop. I, I kind of just stop replying because I'm like, what is, what is the point of this? Is to get bad? to know. Yes, it is <laughs> no, bad. I to have know that same them. problem. Oh. I mean, it's a <laughs> well, bad, I like, think it's hard yeah. to, it's hard <laughs> It's, it's hard, hard to get to though, know somebody, to, though. To, like, you know, to get to know someone without, like, a plan, like, a set plan to, like, look forward to, you know what I mean? In my opinion. Like, yeah. Like, I want to know that I have a date with someone and that makes me really excited. But, like, if we never know if we're ever going to actually meet, I'm, like, less excited at the possibility. Well, you, I we have will to meet. be here forever. Yeah, you will meet. This, this is You're... going to end. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, guys. I'm just pessimist about it. (laughs) I know, but imagine talking to someone for like the next four months, and and then 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 you meet, and there's just nothing there. That's more. Yeah, and it's just such such a waste of time. It's gonna be. I mean, I guess it's not a waste of time though. You'll make a friend. Sorry. True. That's That's true. true. Uh, You could conceivably go on a walk with them too, from like ten feet apart somewhere. Um, and then maybe that like yeah. lack of being able to be physical and be close to each other would be like play, almost like playing hard to get. It would be so good, you know. So there is an experiment that's done that's called the swinging bridge Sorry, experiment. What? There's this experiment that was done that was called the swinging bridge experiment, and they had people go on dates mm-hmm. on bridges, and one of the bridges was like a sturdy bridge that was you know not going to fall any century soon. And the other bridge was a swinging bridge, like one of those ones you see in like Jumanji and stuff. And the people who went on the date on the <laughs> cool. swinging bridge were so much more likely to feel attraction to each other and want to see each other again. So I think, to Jared's point, if you went on a date and then to Jack's point, you still did social distancing and you were wearing your masks, but now there's this like added yeah. sense of danger to it, you'd probably end up more attracted mm. to that person. Oh my God. Yeah, that but sounds not hot to me. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm yeah, ready to do it. You'll, you'll fall out. <laughs> but I don't know if it would be like, yeah, it would. It like when this is over, then that would kind of just go away. No, right? because Amy, you guys have been talking. First of all, you don't go swinging. on this date with this person until you've like talked to them for a while and been like, "There's something here." Whether or not that's friendship or there's a romantic connection, sure. this is actually a person that I enjoy communicating with. And so the date comes after that. And then it's like, 
I don't know. I'm not promising you you're going to find your forever partner this way, but I think it's a cool <laughs> opportunity to like start an interesting romantic story. Yeah. Totally. Honestly, that would be a really good story. Yeah. Do it for the story. If we nothing else, do it for the story. Kids. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do have a dating podcast, so we are going to have to start dating at some point. Yeah. yeah <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> you guys are shutting down all of our ideas. <laughs> No, no, I, they sound really good. I swear. I, it's just me. It's, I'm the problem. That's true. Because I just can't enjoy talking to someone via text. I just can't. You can. You can. What about FaceTime? Oh, okay. I don't know, Jared, you FaceTime a stranger that you don't know. <laughs> it's scary. It is. It probably is kind of weird. No? It probably is kind of weird. Yeah. It probably is, but... <laughs> But but it, uh, I don't know. And then it's like you work your way up to it. It's the basics. Yeah, and then yeah. You have to say like, yeah. And then how do you get off the phone? It's like, oh, I have to go. It's like, no, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, you point. can. You you can do it. There's there's way people go on on dates and they'll say like, oh, uh, at this time I have to go to my friend's house. But and then the they point, give themselves an out. You're not going to your friend's house. You don't know what I gotta mm. do. They I got a work to do. I got work to do. I got I got stuff to do. <laughs> it I seems like that's a good one. It seems like Amy, like even not to call you out, but like even before this <laughs> whole it. quarantine, when going on first dates at all, like when you know going like on a dating app and like planning a date, you'd be like, it's so so weird. It's a stranger. Like I don't know. Blah blah blah. But then. Like, you, it's the same thing as a first date outside of quarantine, in quarantine. It's just on the phone. Like, you still don't know the person. You still don't know what's going to happen on the date. You don't know when it's going to end. Like, I don't know. It's kind of... You kind of know when a date's going to end, like, in <laughs> real life. And you, in real life, I can make up excuses and then go home. You can't. You know thing. what? You do have the forever excuse. Like, oh, my mom is calling and she wasn't feeling well yesterday. I want to check in on her. You know, like, there's so many family emergencies that could happen during this time or just like hey i just want to get off the phone or make lunch i have to go make lunch (laughs) i have to go make lunch yeah (laughs) just prop your phone up i'll watch you make lunch or on a walk (laughs) yeah i'm gonna go for a walk i don't have great there's a billion things you're busy amy you have meditation you have journaling you can get off the phone i promise you I think you guys have a dating podcast and this is a really unique time to document experiences of intimacy during this time. So if nothing else, do it for your listeners. Don't put yourself in danger. I'm not saying that, but um, just challenge yourself. Okay, if I don't usually do the dating apps and FaceTime thing, let me see what that's like so I can report back to the people who learn from me and who benefit from my struggle. Mm. So that's what I'm going to challenge you to do. (laughs) Okay, we're going to get into some advice. Should I read the first one? Yeah, so we have one for each of us. So (laughs) let's just, you start, Amy. Okay. Hey, Jack, Amy, and guest. I have some bad, oh, I need some bad advice because my therapist won't pull through. I want to see my girlfriend during this quarantine, but my family member is immune compromised. And if she gets it, I think she could die. Hmm. But like, I miss my girlfriend. But her parents are doctors. And are exposed. Oh, my God. Her parents are doctors and exposed to COVID-19. Tell me it's okay to sneak out even though it's socially irresponsible. Love the pod. XOXO clown lesbian. Mm. <laughs> oh. 
Who's, don't who's giving do it? Don't do it. Yeah, don't this do is a it. no. This is yeah. a definite no. I mean, you talked yourself out of it. Like, I think the question started off like, definite oh, no. I can see that. And then you just yeah. kept yeah. talking yourself out of it. So, Well, it's like, it, it, if, if she or her parents For do sure. get COVID-19, you are going to feel guilty. And it, I, don't, I don't know if you could live with that guilt. Mm. I wouldn't sure. be able to. That's what you're trying to pass all the guilt onto us. So oh. now it becomes our fault because we were like, yeah, go do it. Amy and Jack, and Jared like, and Shen said it was yeah. okay. If it wasn't for that podcast. <laughs> no. no, I'm not doing it. I'm not falling for it. No. No. You're... I think that they should just go quarantine together. Hello. Yeah, or yeah. just separate. You, yeah, or yes. just separate from your family. But it, I don't know, I mean, how bad That's do you like want the sex? Jared's dad has... Um, Jared's dad lives with like three boys still. Three of Jared's brothers live there and they're all teenagers. And so they're having a really hard time. Any teenager doesn't want to stay home, but like staying home all the time with your parents is like a struggle. And so his dad was like, guys, I don't care. Like go live at your friend's house. Just don't come back. Like stop going and coming back. So I think like, yeah, if it's that serious for you, like go live together, go get an Airbnb and do that together. I'm not tripping, but just don't come back. Yeah. That's the main thing. Yeah. It seems to me like yeah. also if her parents are doctors and exposed to COVID-19, she could come quarantine at your house because you aren't exposed to it, apparently. Right, so, right, right. You know, maybe yeah. it's safer for her at your house anyway. But that would be hard to do, though, because she would oh, basically true. have well, to be isolated from her parents for two weeks to make sure she doesn't develop symptoms before she could leave to come to your house. So that yeah. would be like the technicalities of that would be very difficult. OK, just be patient. <laughs> no, I think just figure it out. This should go and stay at the doctor's house. Yes, that's what I would. That's do. the yeah. That's the option. Yeah, and then don't go back. Yeah, can't go back. Yeah, don't go back. Facetime your family. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. That's not worth it. It's not worth it to me. Yeah, especially Jared. You know, weren't you just saying you would realize. go hook up with someone? <laughs> No, yeah, no, about? no, no. See, the thing is, the, the 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 unknown and the mystery is like I'm I'm rolling a seven on that. But this one, there's more uh, a statistic saying that this person might have COVID nineteen because their parents are doctors. So you're just like it's like almost being like That's going true. to date somebody who is last partner just tested positive for HIV. You're like, uh, maybe maybe you don't have it. And it's not even just you you're putting at risk. It's the person who's immune compromised. Yeah. So it's, it's one thing to make the choice for yourself to be like, you know what? It's no, worth the sure. risk of my life, but you can't make that decision decision on behalf of somebody else. That's right. just crazy. Stay low. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Depends. don't do it. Stay low. Period. <laughs> yeah, Stay low. Don't do it. We say no. <laughs> okay. okay. Who wants to read the next one? Um... One of you guys, Jared or Shan, let's go ahead and read the next one. All right, around this time, April of last year, I was dating a girl. Fell head over heels with her. Cut to a year later, my birthday is April 8th. So I was stuck in quarantine for my birthday. Hers is April 10th, so she would be too. So I texted, uh, happy birthday. I hope you're having a good, t- uh, good one despite the circumstances. I hope you're doing, and staying, or hope you're doing good and staying safe. Here's the kicker. She somehow took that birthday wish and turned it into she does not want to be with me. Whoa, that took a turn. And mind you, this isn't the first time she's done this. When my nephew was born, she congratulated me, then turned the conversation around about how I look desperate and she's never going to be with me, etc. 
Moral of the story, kids, don't text your ex, especially nice. during quarantine. Wow. Um, yeah, damn. Sounds toxic. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you yeah, kind of like it. <laughs> you kind of like getting talked to that way, don't you? Interesting. Because <laughs> it keeps going back for more? You keep going it back for more. <laughs> yeah, I think at the end of the day, yeah. if you knew this is like someone that you didn't want to get back together with, that's the thing about reaching out to an ex. There, there's something that you want, whether you want closure or you want to rub it in your face, rub it in their face that you're doing better, or you want to see if there's an opportunity to reconnect. Like, just there's something there. And I think that you were hoping for something and you didn't get that back. And now you're turning it on them as if they're the bad guy. But they aren't the one who texted you to begin with. They didn't reach out. So they, they're always going to win. Damn. Damn. But yeah, don't get me yeah. wrong. That's that, that's not oh, a nice God. thing to do. Most normal human beings would have taken that happy birthday message and sent back the upside down smiley face and left it at that. We all would know what that meant. <laughs> happy birthday. I don't want you. <laughs> or just the prayer hands. Just that's just that's it. That's all you had to yeah. do. Or just don't respond. You can't not respond. The it's prayer hands just say up the message seriously. The prayer hands might as well be a shoe off hand. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right, you're right. I think you I think you are right. She shouldn't have texted her in the first place. It's like it's over. So. Yeah, it's over. And if she knew, yeah, she knew. She knew. Don't all right, let's go to the next one. All right. Um hi Amy and Jack. And Shannon Jared. I am a Patreon member. Highly recommend, by the way. Anyway, I was on this new moon live stream when you guys read our tarot cards. You got lots of questions similar to mine, but mine was, I have a crush on my best friend. Do I tell her? And the card I got was codependency, and you told me not to. I listened for like a month. (laughs) However, it was not easy. A constant back and forth battle to tell her. Quarantine also made this hard because one day I was like, I'm going to tell her. I have to. But also, should I? Then I went on Twitter, and the first tweet I saw was Amy responding, do it, to Rose's tweet asking if it was acceptable to post nudes. Somehow I twisted that <laughs> into a reason to tell her. So I did. Oh. And she said that she <laughs> felt the same way for a really long time. Who knows if it'll work out, though. T- um, time will tell. I fully went against what the angel's advice said, but hopefully it pays off. I'll keep you posted. Yay! It's <laughs> a lovely story. Sounds good. <laughs> they didn't listen to us, and it's working out well. Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, so always do the opposite of everything we say. Well, it's good <laughs> advice. I think, I mean, um, this is the thing. It fun. speaks to and then, slow love. It's normal to develop relationships now out of friendships. I'm a really big fan of if you have to take a leap of faith, you should probably take like a step, a couple of steps to get to certainty. Mm. If you're not in a space where you can really feel the vibe back, there's a lot of things you could do to really gauge that person's interest level. So it sounded like she went all or nothing and it worked out in this circumstance. But most people, if you're like, we're best friends and I'm not sure if there's more, there's ways you can start to drop subtle hints to see if they start to pick them up after you. And that's how you'll know more certainly if this is a romantic connection or a plutonic one. Oh my God. Wait, that's a, first of all amazing advice, and you're a genius. But like, what are some of those tips? I have to know. Not yeah, that like, I have what a crush on a friend or anything, but <laughs> <laughs> what I think it's like it's um. So you know poker? 
right, with poker, you have your cards mm-hmm. in your hand yeah. and you have a bunch of chips. Now, you don't put all your chips in at once. You put them down little by little and you play to see how other people are going to respond. So if I'm going to say, okay, cool, I'm going to add in two chips and those two chips might be a bit more of a direct compliment. So instead of saying that sweater looks great or, or great sweater, I'm going to say that sweater compliments your body. You look awesome today. And then it's like just something a little bit extra that makes Ooh. it a bit more sexual. Um, it's a touch that if a touch is usually a friendly hug, now it's a hug that wraps around their entire body and like holds their waist for a second. But you do that like a poker player. So you put your chips down and then you see how they react. So if you do that and then they get really weird or uncomfortable, you know, okay, I got to back up. But if you do that and they act a little interested or they return face value, okay, cool. I'm going to up it a little bit more next time. If you do that and then they make out with you, well, then now you know. So I think like those small little (laughs) things will allow you to learn more about what cards they're holding. Genius. Genius. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's amazing advice. (laughs) Okay. Way Um, better advice than we've ever given. Yeah. (laughs) But it worked out Um, for this person. They just went for it. So there's no wrong way to do this. And sometimes just going for it gives you the answer. And there's something nice about that too. So I'm like, I think when in doubt, just express your feelings. But if you can exercise some restraint, that will work out better in the long run. And it could potentially save the friendship from sabotage. Mm-hmm. Wow. You're amazing. Okay, oh, let's go ahead and amazing. read the last one. Shan, you're up. It's my turn. <laughs> okay, three years ago, I met my current partner and the love of my life in Hawaii. Fancy you. I was on a gap year and she was studying abroad. <laughs> I was 18. She was 22. We fell in love over the course of three months that we were there. We did a long distance for a year and a half after Hawaii. Then I dropped out of school due to my depression and sucky college experience and moved in with her. We then moved again together back near my home. We are now here and I'm back in school. Through all of this, we have tried the open relationship because it was something we always wanted to try. We tried to open it up multiple times, but for us, it was easier said than done and we have decided to remain monogamous. I met her young, hadn't had any sexual experiences, but my problem is this. I love her, she is the one I want to marry, but I wonder what it would be like to be with another woman, to have those sexual experiences that I didn't get to have. I have a beautiful, healthy relationship that I know is prime, but how do I stop thinking about these things? She deserves better, and I don't want to be in a relationship with anyone else. I love her. Sometimes I just wonder what it's like to hoe around. Sincerely, in a perfect relationship, but once a hoe phase, woe is me. Mm. (laughs) <laughs> that is a that is a tough yeah. one. That's a tough one. I think it's gonna always uh, it's gonna continue to grow as you guys as you guys go into and get deeper into the relationship. You know j- that desire is gonna start to grow as well. Um, so I think that it's it's definitely is gonna have to be an open conversation, um, which it seems like you guys have been having that conversation and been talking about it over the course of this relationship because you try to open up multiple times, which I'm assuming you try to open up multiple times. Um, so I, I think eventually it's just going to have to, one person's going to have to decide. You are either going to have to decide that it's not worth it to keep trying to open it up and just stick with what you have, or you're going to have to, ha- your partner's going to have to let you experience that. Well, there's a couple steps between an open relationship and expressing your sexual desire for others. 
So maybe what you need is a hall pass. Maybe what you're looking for is to do moonlighting or swinging. So it's not a matter of you have your own sexual experiences. Mm. Maybe you guys start engaging in threesomes or something, or Uh you start going to strip clubs together. Um, Maybe this would actually quench your desires if you went online and maybe you got an OnlyFans account with for and then subscribed to some people and then got sexual with them in that way without ever physically touching. So there's other options before you go to an open relationship and where people are allowed to engage in full relationships outside of their relationship. So maybe explore some of the other degrees that are just before that and see mm. if those feel comfortable to you. Mm. I think sometimes people oversimplify their feelings. Like she might be saying ho phase, but in truth, it sounds like she's just a consensually non-monogamous person. So she wanted to do open relationships. Mm. She's interested in others. She might have the capacity to be attracted to or to love several people at once. And because she's young, might be just be saying, oh, it's a hoe phase. It, it might not be. This might be a core fundamental part of how you form connections. And it's not different. Like I could fall in love with the most beautiful man ever. If he's not attracted to women, it's just never going to work. And so you can fall in love with somebody who is monogamous and it can be a wonderful connection, but if they don't express love in the same way that you do and don't accept polyamory, it's just not going to work. So I think that it's still a beautiful experience that will never take away from how great your relationship is or how awesome your connection is, and it sounds really awesome. But it's you know not, not the end of the world if you guys are not compatible in this way. I think that you got to be really honest about yourself, though. Like, is mm. this actually a whole phase or is this just you trying to compromise a part of yourself that you know you clearly can't compromise? Mm. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Mic drop. Okay. Good luck with that. Good <laughs> luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys, thank you guys so much for coming on Dating Straight. It's been a pleasure having you. You couldn't see mm-hmm. us, but right now Jared's doing like stuff. rock out symbol. This I'm is not clapping. rock out. This is hang loose. Okay, Jared's hanging loose and I'm clapping. You can't see <laughs> it. Feel it. Feel the energy. <laughs> I feel it. Um, where can we find um, more of you guys? You know, Quibi or I know, Jared, you have some music. Yes, Jared I do. I do. I just out. dropped an album. It's called Enjoy the Disco. It's on all platforms. Um, oh, yeah. Jared Brady is my name. Uh, you can find me on any social media. Enjoy Jared Brady. Boom. I'm gonna let Jared take this one because I know Boom. people. You only get one wish when it comes to these requests, so I'm gonna <laughs> let Jared be the one that you guys remember last. So enjoy the disco. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Uh, Thanks for listening. I'm Amy Odman. I'm Jack Dodge. And this is Dating Straight. This is Dating Straight. See you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday.